Welcome to this week's episode of the Down the Pub podcast. We have an extended episode for you this week. Basketball season is upon us, so I'm joined by Steve Steele of Corsite Sneakers and Mitch Benvy of Evolve Fitness here in Halifax. Both are avid Raptors fans, so they give me the lowdown on the Raptors for this upcoming season. Andy Watson is giving us his views on this week's Premier League fixtures, including the big one, which is Man United-Liverpool. And Matt Mansfield has given us his predictions for this week's Rugby World Cup fixtures. As usual, you can join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Now on with this week's show. not adjust your podca- podcast sets, as this week is an international break, and I wanted to chat basketball, it's a new season starting, and I wanted to jump on the bandwagon. Uh, we're recording at 30 Nellis this week, so I can enjoy my one true love, Harp. Um, I'm joined by sneaker guru and Raptors mega fan, Steve Steele. Steve's going to be regularly heard on the Armchair Comedy Podcast with my good friend Dave Smith. How's it going, Steve? I'm well, Anthony. How are you today? I am fantastic. I'm on vacation, so I'm loving life right now. This harp is wonderful. You're not wrong. Told you. Uh, I'm also joined by the worst Benby brother, Mitch, <laughs> of Evolve Fitness. Uh, Mitch is a vodka soda lover, so we're not going to hold that. Calories are king. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to hold that against him. And uh, he's also a twin and a Raptors fan. Not the twins, but you're actually a twin. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I wanted to talk about how you uh, boasted your coming in the Raptors season. But before I do, just uh, let me know how your love affair with the Raptors began. My love affair began with the Raptors. For me, the year they came into the league and they had those awful uniforms. They had Damon Sotomayor, Doug Christie, and Tracy Murray, and Popeye Jones, and they were just a ragtag bunch of misfits, but they were ours. Like, everybody in Canada grew up a Bulls fan my generation because Michael Jordan's God, but like now we had our own team. And... It didn't matter if they were good or bad. You were just like, oh, my God, they're us. It was kind of like a Team Canada. If you've noticed in Canada, like, there's a hockey pride about like, Team Canada hockey. And for, like, basketball fans in Canada, which is a rare thing back then, we were just happy to have something our own. And we all, no one cared for the Grizzlies anyway because they were so far out west. Maybe they cared. They didn't care in Vancouver. But, like, <laughs> eastern, that, eastern Canada, it was, like, Raptor country immediately. You know, obviously people over the years more and more people came to the bandwagon of being basketball fans in Canada because this is a hockey country. But it happened. I was a ball fan before they came in the league, and it only got stronger when I had, like, my team. Well, yourself? Share the same sentiment since day one until Vince Carter made them popular, and as we know, Kawhi made them even more popular, so same wow. thing. Been watching since day one. So a lot be, of games. A, so lot, be, a lot of rough times. A lot of sad times. I, I want to add something to what he just said. I can't say normally on armchair commentary, but I can say it here. Fuck Vince Carter. (laughs) I don't share. I don't share the same views. And fuck him too. Bring him back. Bring him back. No. So, yeah. Isn't this no. like his uh, I, last I, year or something? This is yeah. last year. I will be attending his last, I, I, I last game in drop, Toronto. I hope he drops dead on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I, I can't. Yeah. Uh, we can get into that. I've already covered that. He's the reason why we have money to spend in the salary cap. Because oh, my God. He is. Stop. He is. Stop. 
That's what we're doing a long time ago. <laughs> I think this is maybe a bad idea for everybody to be drinking while we're doing this. <laughs> a bunch of I am a lightweight, so this first beer is going to yeah. leave us in controversy. I assure you. A bunch of stuff is there. Yeah. I don't have the stamina to take on a personal trainer for a long period of time, so he might I get bottled, and that'll be the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, look, solid look start. Solid start. Thanks for inviting me. Look, yeah. there's only a ketchup yeah. bottle on the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's going to be alright. Beer drinkers are more aggressive than vodka so. drinkers, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Non-drinkers are more aggressive than everybody. And that's what I am. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. So, yeah. So, uh, so last year was obviously a momentous uh, time wrap history. Uh, just talk us through how the season unfolded and what ultimately got them the NBA championship. You, well, I mean, you got to break it down compartmentalize. Start from, start from day so, one, before the season. So we'll get up with the Kawhi trade first, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I believe you worked with me at the time when this happened. Um, I, I was over, and there was another fellow basketball, Shannon, he's a big fan yeah, as well. Yeah. Tell me how you felt. And Kawhi Leonard was my favorite basketball player before he became a rapper. Like, I, 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 I hate, I, I hate feel like Spurs. he was saying that. No, absolutely not. I hated the Spurs, but loved Kawhi Leonard. He was yeah. just such a. You used to also have a LeBron jersey on. Every time I saw it. I'm like, no, that's not true. But anyway, yeah, no. Um, no, yeah, the quirky introvert, he was very sot. He's very Canadian, right? Like, I, I know he's very LA boy and he went home and everything else, but. He had like a Canadian like awkwardness vibe, like you could see him at Tim Hortons or something. Like he just felt that way. <laughs> so like, also, I'm a huge prior basketball players that both play both ends of the floor. So like, a great defender and a great scorer. That that's like the key to my heart as far as loving the basketball player goes. So when, but here's the thing: is I absolutely adored Demar Derozan. Like I know he wasn't the best basketball player in the world, but he was ours, and he made us relevant. And like, it was hard. I mean, after Vince Carter made us relevant. Oh. <laughs> we'll, 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 we're gonna get there. We'll get there. But the point, the point of what I'm trying to say is that, like, Vince Carter, I mean, sorry, DeMar DeRozan is just. So, anyway, with DeRozan leaving was, like, a really painful thing, but you, you knew that you were getting something, like, once in a lifetime. As much as people love here on this podcast right now to talk about how great Vince Carter was. <laughs> Vince Carter couldn't carry, like, Kawhi Leonard's jock strap after he, like, you know, pooped himself. That's like, true, that's true. So, that's true. it was, it was, like, this real special moment, but a real sad moment. It's like you left the love of your life that, like, you shared everything with, or, like, Kate Upton or something. It was just a really weird feeling. Yeah, you knew you upgraded, but, like, you know, there's a lot there, a lot of history, a lot of special. And so the season starts, we get Danny Green, too, who's underrated at the time, was a big part of the acquisition. We gave up uh, Jakob Hurdle, who no one cares about, because it doesn't matter. To get Danny Green as well. They believe we gave him a first round pick, but the Raptors never had first round picks, so that was fine. And the season starts, and like, he's not playing every day. He's not playing every game. So it was really hard to watch and buy in at the time, because I actually watch regular season basketball. So, I watch every game. So, you're, 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 when you watch every game, you, you're a fan, you know, you know as well. When you watch every game, the ebbs and flows, like, they don't got it this year after a random loss yeah. in Detroit. You think you're terrible, but like you don't see the big picture because you're in, you're so in deep at all times that like I love Kawhi Leonard, but there was a lot of times where I cursed Kawhi Leonard when he sat out, and my girlfriend was sitting at the table nodding her head because she remembers it. They're like, we we can't lose to Detroit. They're terrible. Like what? He needs to play. And like I couldn't see the big picture because like the big picture was never a championship. A trip to the finals was the goal. Like just getting that far was enough for me. So when we got to the finals, and you can go on my Instagram at SteveSteel23, you can see me cry when we beat the Bucks. I'm heaving. Like, I don't know what to do. I, I'm not used to being a fan of successful sports teams. I'm a Blue Jays fan. I'm a Raptors fan. I'm a Leafs fan. 
I'm a Colts fan. Like, we don't win a lot. So, and I apparently just adopted the Hotspurs, and apparently they don't win ever either. So, like, <laughs> it's on brand for me to like all these yeah. teams that are perennial suffers. It was very tender moments. Yeah. So, like, the whole... Seeing you cry on Instagram. You saw right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't mock you behind your back. In there. <laughs> of course. Of course I, think there are, I think a lot of collective tears were shed from long-time Raptors yeah, fans yeah, just like, because it was uh, too, too many years of, of playoff demise. Well, he made the joke about the LeBron James jersey. I'm like, I'd rather like suck a dick and yeah, yeah. pass the yeah. doors off. Like, no, never. I mean, I don't mind LeBron. I don't. I just bought a shoe based upon LeBron's ideas before he went and shot that in the face of the stuff about China. But here or there, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he LeBron crushed my dreams so frequently. Like, I still had a burning hatred for Paul Pierce. It was years Paul ago, and I Pierce blocking Kyle Lowry. Paul Pierce. Oh my God. Paul Pierce looks like he hasn't showered in twelve years. Paul Pierce looks like the guy that begs for like begs for food in the subway. He doesn't look like a multi-billionaire, and I have a problem with him. Yeah. Fuck you, Paul Pierce. But like, no, yeah. The, it, it, it was such a roller coaster. Like the first two years going up the first round. The second year, the third year, like, you know, oh, we're going to the conference finals. And then we tie it up at two, and you're like, you're starting to believe. Like, you're like, like what, your heart wants it so bad, you believe this could really happen. And LeBron's like, nah, bitch. And like, you're out of here. Like, like we, we made the Champions League final last year, so yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. They're like, on the cusp of it. And it's really good you just have. know That's that you're point. never with the, with the Rose, and that was the thing. You knew you were never going to win. You were never going to make the finals. You were never going to win. So regardless of what the trade was, if you could make it, you make it. I love Demar. I love Demar too, and I'll respect him forever. But this was a even if Kawhi didn't play one day for the Raptors, it was a risk they have that we had to take because we're going down the same road no matter what. We're gonna lose in the playoffs. We're not making the finals. So why not try for an upgrade? Did, did you know he was just gonna stay for one season as well? Yeah, yeah. I would have said that a hundred percent until like two days before we found out he's going to the Clippers. I was like. I think he's going to stay in Toronto. <laughs> and that's, uh, that broke my heart a little bit. But I will say I have a little bit of insider knowledge that I heard this morning that uh, Kyle Lowry will not be the best player on the Raptors mm-hmm. next year. That's what insider knowledge of Pascal Siakam. No, no, not Pascal. A new player. As in they are lining up a, a large trade, potentially. Oh, wow. So somebody, a friend of a friend who's in the organization said that. It would break my fucking heart if they traded Kyle Lowry for Andrew Wiggins, I'll tell you that. Well, but, then, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That, I know. Everything comes to a stop. No. Just like, no, I'm telling you right now, if the only trade out there that makes any sense to me, it's a horrible idea, terrible. They shouldn't, Andrew Wiggins should never play for the Raptors. He's a garbage. So it's a funny story you say that, because at the end of the last po- armchair podcast, I said, Andrew Wiggins is trash. <laughs> <laughs> he wow. is trash. He is trash. You should just make a yeah. I just don't, if, if I, I just don't see any scenario where any combination of Raptors other than Pascal Siakam fetches anybody good. So, but didn't Lowry just sign a new contract today? Yeah, yeah, that makes him a little bit more tradable. If they oh, wanted Lowry to fit in with the with the younger-ish core, because Minnesota's kind of lacking a point guard, that makes sense from a trade perspective. I'd trade Gasol or Ibaka maybe straight up for for Wiggins, maybe, but I I wouldn't trade anybody of scores more than five points a game. If they trade Kyle Lowry for Andrew Wiggins, I'm going on the record right now, I'm taking a year off. <laughs> yeah, I would I would also. That would hurt my feelings. That would really, really, and that would no, not I, make them better in any way. I've earned that. I, I, I suffered through a lot to get here. If we trade Kyle fucking Lowry for Andrew fucking Wiggins, I'm taking a year off. <laughs> I'm not watching a single fucking game in the playoffs, sir. And if we trade Kyle Lowry for Andrew Wiggins, guess what we won't be? The fucking playoffs. <laughs> so don't worry about it. <laughs> Can, can, can we throw it back like a few years just to, I, I want to know if we're on the same page here. Of course, go for it. I, 
I liken this on a much smaller level, the, the, the trade, the DeRozan Leonard trade, to TJ Ford for Jermaine O'Neal. Do you remember that trade? I want to know how you felt about that trade at the time. It was, was it TJ Ford for Jermaine O'Neal? Yeah. I thought we traded uh, Charlie Hill in the way of TJ Ford, and then we flipped TJ Ford for um, Jermaine O'Neal. I mean, Calderon had already emerged, so Jermaine O'Neal... TJ Ford is my all-time least favorite rapper, by the way. Really? I of, fucking of, hate TJ Ford. Of all the rappers of all time, you're going to throw... 100% chance. 100% chance. He... He got to shoot the three at the end of the game, even though he was like a 30% three-point shooter. He couldn't... Jose Calderon was money. He should have played 40 minutes a game. TJ was shit. I thought it was a high... Jermaine O'Neal could have turned out it didn't. But at the time, I I liken that to a high-risk, high-reward situation. Similar. I'm indifferent, because we traded Jermaine O'Neal midway through the season for Sean Marion, who then left in the game at the end of the year. So are we doing like a worst Raptors five right now? Is that what's happening? The worst Raptors five. (laughs) Don't say it. Don't. Don't say it. No, I will never throw Vince Carter. Well, Eric and Aaron Williams, who we traded Vince Carter for, can be, can be in the top five. Well, I never played a game. Never played a game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. I'm not saying the worst players. I'm saying like players that I just fucking hated. I wrote a, like a two-page email to Chuck complaining about. Yeah, there you go. You Complaining about TJ Ford. And why does he get to take the last shot every game? I wrote an email in college after some shit game. And he answered me back. He goes, I understand. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably what he writes back to everybody. But I just, like, I hate it. I watched every single rapper game. Every single game. And it just drove me fucking crazy how bad TJ Ford sucked. And why he kept shooting. Wow, I was there. I like that team, though. The TJ Ford, Jose Calderon. Uh, I, like, I loved Jose Calderon. Carvajosa, Anthony Parker. Not Tony Parker. If you was the bad team, not Anthony Parker. Rich Mario Boone. Oh yeah, that they, they was an interesting team. We had some, we had some good, interesting years back in the day. So, so was the badness related to those purple jerseys? You think? Or? <laughs> no, no. The worst years were after Vince Carter left. Well, I got in the dark ages, yeah. like, especially after Bosch left. From 2010 to like, no, sorry, 2011 to about 2014, yeah. just missed draft pick like, after missed draft pick. This whole Raptors dynasty, not dynasty, this whole Raptors run of success was born out of an attempt to start tanking. Absolutely. So yeah. we 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 Rudy Gay trade. Yeah, we were we were about to tank. We were going to say fuck this. Let's trade our best player. No, we traded a guy who was never going to sell a jersey on Earth because his last name was Gay. So. um... We traded him, and he was supposed to... He was supposed I'm going to put that in. <laughs> Not something that I ever thought about. <laughs> they should write his full name on the back. You can say, you can say like, Hold on, Let me reiterate that. Yeah. what I mean by that. Because it's not a shot at gay people. It's just more... I won't say all, but like a large percentage of sports fans are testosterone-driven males, mostly morons, mostly mouth breathers, and they will not wear a shirt with gay written on the back of it. It has nothing to do with anything against gay people. I would wear a Rudy Gay jersey, but please believe if I walk into this pub right now tonight wearing a Rudy Gay jersey, you'd be like, what's in the back of your jersey, mate? <laughs> I wouldn't know at all. Yeah. It's just the fact that you're sitting here with Elton John T-shirt on with a big X to it. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Make me really feel like you're Look, not. I'm still standing after all these years. Oh, yeah. So, it's the Rocket Man. I'm here. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, so obviously, you, you, how many games did you get to see uh, in the playoffs when you're up in Toronto? I had two this year. Yeah. Game one of the Philly series and game six of the last game of the Bucks series. Listen, and I almost went to game five of the finals, and thank fuck I didn't spend my money oh, on that. Oh, it was brutal. I went to Cavs on a shock after the game five. Yeah. I had this moment, too. I had this, you know, you like envision success, like vision in your mind. Yeah. That ball swings to the corner to Kyle, and I'm seeing NBA championship winning shot. 
Like your, 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 your body tenses. It was too perfect. It was too perfect. It was, it was, it was, it was being like a moment yeah. for an orgasm. Yeah. And then really it turns out it's not an orgasm. It, it's really just limp dick and you're about to be shamed on live webcam. And the ball just flies to the side of the backboard. And I just kind of stood there like, God, she filmed it. She was, she was always filming this stuff. So she filmed this. Are we talking about the, the orgasm? I, I, was the, I, I, was, I was at the sports bar. Were you at home for that? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't watch rap against people. Yeah. Because everybody says I shouldn't watch it with people because no, I go no, no. crazy, but I do anyway. Everybody says you should be around. Oh yeah, <laughs> I went to I went to the sports bar for every single Raptors game that I wasn't in Toronto. Every single game. Oh wow! Yeah. I stayed up past my bedtime. I go to bed at usually eight thirty p.m. every day, so I wake up four thirty, and I stayed up. It fucking destroyed me. I was supposed to get in really good shape before vacation. Didn't happen because of the fucking Raptors. But it was amazing. It's amazing. For our listeners, he's saying I was supposed to get in really good shape. <laughs> yeah, I'm in decent shape. But the, the, the motherfucker looks like he's talking from a statue. While me and Anthony look like we live. Fucking McDonald's drive, <laughs> so he can suck my whole bit. <laughs> As he said, I just put my stomach back on the table. <laughs> I, I'm here eating fucking French fries. He's like, I was trying to get in shape. Meanwhile, I look like I'm five months pregnant, but it's all good. Don't worry about it. He's fat shaming us, and he doesn't even know it. Going. As a casual fan too, you need a little backstory. Vince Carter, oh, Jesus. against the 76ers in the playoffs. It was Game Six, not Game Seven. He had a shot at the buzzer to win, but it wasn't tied. Like we were losing, and he missed it, and we wow. lost out the playoffs that year. And that was like a year. Like the East was weak as shit. We could have like it, it was a clear path to the finals. Yeah, we were gonna stomp out by the Lakers. So yeah. Really oh bad. yeah. Yeah. But did you watch any of the playoffs, Anthony? I did. Uh, so you you didn't watch any of that series against the Sixers or any of the coverage where they talked about that stupid fucking Vince Carter every, every, yeah, every eight seconds. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I probably just blocked it out. Yeah, that I I still like I have memories of that game. That's why. Like, oh my god, I was wearing a Vince Carter yeah. and it happened. So yeah. there's, there's a few things in my life that so I you, don't. So want. you did like Vince Carter one time? Of course. So, okay. I'm a fucking Raptors fan. Of course, I I, okay. I, I sucked the Vince Carter dick yeah. for at least three years. Yeah. However, I have to say there's three things in life I hate to be reminded of. One, pick up your clothes. Two, exercise. And three, Vince Carter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in that order, by the way. Vince Carter yeah. is probably number one. Yeah. Um. Everything about I'm going to stop dunking from now on. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I told my labia. I can't play this week. I fucking hate that guy. He, in his last season, he was the worst. He forced his way to Toronto for backstory. We traded him for, to the Nets for, like, two players that three. even... Re- who was the player? Remind me. Alonzo Morton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who never played for them. The next two players, that Eric and Aaron Williams, who were, like, Brody. literally wouldn't be the 13th and 14th best player on most teams in the NBA, yet... Wow. Yeah, Eric started and took a lot of shots for sure. Aaron Williams, I think, came off the bench. How did they? How did they, uh, how did they manage? That's that? how bad they were that time. They couldn't. They they turned the draft picks into Hoffa. I think was one of those draft picks. No, uh, I, think, I think it was blowing the wave. That maybe would be, it, was, yeah. it might be Hoffa. I kind of like Charlie I'm, D. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty exactly. sure he drafted Hoffa all the year. Vince was meeting. Yeah, we got two draft. I think we got two draft picks. Yeah, so Joey Grant. Oh, Joey Grant. Oh, Speaking of worst rap of all time. Oh, Joey Grant. Man. Fuck his brother. The worst dude. release. Oh, my God. Uh, although, I, I gotta say, I was devastated when we drafted Bargnani over Adam Morrison. I was an Adam, Adam Morrison believer. Uh, he, he got drafted number two overall. He was a college star, but he was also white and slow. And he a really averaged about that. zero rebounds Jesus and zero assists no, 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 per so, game. So, everybody so, got from homophobic. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> This is a guy called. Hold on, hold on. You can't be racist and enjoy the NBA. Yeah, it's impossible. Exactly. 
Because you'll just end up hating every single fucking yeah, player. Saying that There's like five great white basketball players ever. Exactly. And just have thousands. 100%. 100%. Yes. I grew up worshiping Michael Jordan. You can call me yeah, a I grew up worshiping and still really appreciate Vince Carter. Why am I so contagious? Okay, for listeners at home. If a personal trainer goes missing tonight, no. No, that Anthony did it. Continue. So, uh, I'll see the new season starts October 22nd. Who they actually brought in that, they've lost two big players, obviously, right? Danny Green and White. Who they brought in to replace them? Have they brought anybody in? Wande Hollis Jefferson. Yeah. Stanley Johnson. Oh my god, this is going to suck. Ah, I disagree. Oh, not, well, he's also oh, semi track. He was supposed to be very good several years ago, and every year they're like, he's going to be good, and he just doesn't turn out to be that good. Yeah, absolutely. Could he, be the year. Well, we always do that with those with yeah. those, with those players who... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, look, here's how it looks. We're going to be like, at best, a five seed in these. Oh my god, best a three seed. Let's correct that. You think we're better than Philadelphia and Milwaukee? No. That's it. You don't think we're better than Boston? I think they dropped the cancer. I think oh, they did lose Al Horford. I don't know. I, I, they, who, who I, start, who, I, I who's their on, four and five right now? I went on the I went on the, on the armchair commentary podcast and utterly sorry. It's just an app for the armchair. No, because you should, be li- <laughs> you should listen to both down the pod. And, and for the record, I give you the best promo posts on Facebook. That is true. Hands fucking that, down. That is true. I do appreciate it. I do not give... I don't piss off your shit and so do I be, but... Yeah, I don't give David shit. I, I just share your face. I'm in an article talking about it would be... I know, I know. The podcast I most frequently on just gets a share. Meanwhile, I give up like great witty write-ups about your podcast. That is true. So, and I'm not this is my first time on the motherfucker. So, yeah, no, it's not an advert. You should listen to both, honestly, because I'm great on both. But that being said, um, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Raptors season? Tell me you don't think the Nets are better than them. I don't think any team of Kyrie Irving is better than anything. Thank so, um, Thank here's how I look. I think we're going to be like a five seed because I think Indiana's going to be really good. And I think someone else will emerge. Maybe Orlando takes a step forward. I don't know. I just don't trust a team where our two best players in their mid to late 30s in a young man's game. The two of our three best players. Pascal Siakam, like, sprains his ankle. We're not a playoff team. Like, that's what, this is a real thing. That's scary. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, he so, disagrees. Uh, I get, like, a lot of cop space. I, I, no, 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 no. We will next year and the year after. Yeah, potentially, well, depending on Pascal Siakam. Ibaka leaves us in this contract. Ibaka and Gasol are both coming off the books at 20 and 30 million. So, technically wow. 50. But Kyle's $30 million contract eats into that a little bit. But we have a, we have a lot of people coming off the books. But well, we gotta pay Pascal Siakam. He wants the max. And Frank Van Yeah. What's that? How much is he on? So that's the, th- this is the thing. This is why last year was special and potentially this year could have been is that Pascal's only making like $3 million a year because he's, he was a late draft pick. So on his rookie contract, he's not making very much money. So we didn't have to pay him very much. So and he we that's how we brought in all these other players because one of our best players is making very it's like the NFL you when you you know you have a salary cap it's a hard cap in the NFL but when you have young players on rookie contracts that turn out to be really good you can load up on more expensive veterans basically we did yeah so but now it's gonna kick in because Freddie's gonna Freddie's owed money next year do we pay him do we not pay him that's part of the reason why I think Lowry is probably gonna get traded no matter what. Let Freddie come into that role. I don't know. I don't believe in that. I don't think that's a great idea. But, I don't believe in that. But, yeah. but I love Kyle. Yeah, I do too. I, I think Kyle's good for two years. If if we're going to make a true run, if we think that we can make it to the finals. It's just kind of sad that, like, you know, like he's waited so long to get a championship and it's just kind of just gone. See, like, you know, that's greedy sports psychology. 
I'm over the fucking moon we won a championship. Yeah. And I can go at least 10 years without making the playoffs now. That's right. what I think about. The, there's so many great players that have never won an NBA championship. Is that, that's special, especially Kyle Lowry, who was an, an underdog, a backup, who got to start and did quite well as a starter, like in Memphis and Houston. But then as soon as that starting point guard came back from injury, he's back from the bench, and nobody believed in him. He came to Toronto, and he was a fucking champion. He was the next. Yeah. That year we traded Rudy Gay. Yeah. He was, Shout, he was shout out to Rudy Gay, you have a great last name. Yeah. Um, but moral of the story is we almost traded Kyle and Nick's the same year we traded Rudy Gay. Yeah. Like we were going to go full blow up. But we were actually doing well. The Raptors had to be the playoffs since 2008 or 2009, I think it was at that time. So, like, Masai, in his infinite genius wisdom, all praise Masai, decided, let's see how this goes. And yeah, we got knocked out the first round. But yeah. We went seven games with the Nets, and like he'll he'll go through this. At the time, it was just really exciting to be watching uh, the Raptors. April. My twin brother went to every single game. He followed the Raptors around. What? And, and he fucking sat next to Paul Pierce's mother, and he was trash talking, and she and tried- she smelled bad too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was very, as a Raptors fan, that was really heartbreaking because we, that was in our reach and we, Kyle Lowry took the last shot. I was a very pro Demar Grosen back then. Kyle Lowry took the last shot. He's short. He was in the paint. He got blocked by Paul Pierce, who has a two inch vertical. It was very upsetting when Demar Grosen was pretty, say what you will, he's six foot six or six foot seven and he can get the shot off whenever he wants. So I just believe at the end of the game. Also, it's cool like, I'm not, don't know. Too much of a basketball. I'm just kind of why I did this, kind of learn a little bit. Well, like I do know, I do remember like the couple of years when they did really well in the season and then went to the yeah. playoffs. And, and this thing, so we are ball. full. And just like this is why Stanley Johnson and Hollis Jefferson are going to be good this year because <laughs> I'm telling you, we are. People are gonna, people are gonna, Canadians are gonna love them because they're gonna try really hard. We're gonna have a great record because we are built for the regular season, just like we used to be. We're not built for the playoffs anymore. We're not gonna, we're not gonna win the NBA championships, but we are deep as fuck. We are great. Defensive players, and we're we're gonna win a lot of games. What, what are deep as fuck. I don't know. I, I think we're about as deep as a micro penis in porn. That is uh, interesting uh, statement. I I, I, I I don't think we're deep at all. I think I think we have an incredibly deep team. And if I'm ta- I, I think that Stanley Johnson is good for depth. I think the Hall of Jefferson is good for depth. I think what's yeah, but the, the, the depth. Like we have Pascal Siakam. We have a 36 year old point guard. A 30 year old. What was our record without Kawhi last year? I, I just think it's. I don't think we're gonna go 17 and four or whatever we did without Kawhi last year. I just think we're gonna win a lot of games yeah, we in also, the regular season because nobody gives a fuck about the regular season. We also play a lot of Charlotte Hornets. Exactly. We also play Orlando. We play a lot of Knicks. We it's easy Orlando for us to win games. Orlando beat us in the playoffs at least once. Yeah. So give Orlando their credit. They are in that. Uh, they're they're good. Orlando's like, garbage. Orlando's a lot of, garbage. There's a lot of the East not bad. The East is so bad. The most like, they, this year is the year they're gonna change the system. Where it's not eight teams from each conference. So, like, every every few years, like, a team like the Atlanta Hawks will emerge a few years ago where they won 64 games. We're like, yeah. oh, shit, they were still out, I think, oh, in the yeah. second round by Cleveland. Gotta say, gotta say, though, at least this year, the top two seeds in the entire NBA were from the East. So, it's pretty top-heavy. Milwaukee and the Raptors had a better record than Golden State. Who was yeah, but, like, Golden State is such, was such a perennial yeah. frontrunner. They didn't need to win a whole lot of regular season games That's to be good. Like, Golden State becoming the playoffs in eight seeds still fuck around with exactly. the NBA title. That's the thing. They didn't have their seeding. They can still get there. They still beat all top teams. The Raptors are proof that it now, I mean, it definitely helped them that they had home court. Home court. Yeah. That was incredible. But they, you know, load management is going to become more of a thing with a lot of these guys. That's, because that's it. All you got to do is get to the playoffs. That's it. And, and we're, when we're talking about load managing Marc Gasol, <laughs> I don't have a ton of faith in this team. Like, yeah. I love Marc Gasol. I think the world of him. But he's thirty year old seven foot. Yeah, I'm not a I'm yeah, like, in spurts I can handle it. He now. could barely get the he could barely get his shot in the finals when teams were double and triple teaming yeah. at his teammate. And you just can't give him the ball 
in where he's running towards anybody because he's just he can't get out of other people's way. Yeah, he's seven yeah, feet tall, thirty eight years old. But if you give it to him right underneath the net, he's awesome. Or right. shooting a three. You ever, you ever make banana bread with rotten bananas? That's probably what Marcus Hall's feet look like. Oh yeah, oh, he is. He is very <laughs> immobile, and it's very impressive that he's still in the NBA, and he's gonna make a shitload of money next year too. So, oh, yeah. friend, that friend. motherfucker opted in. We didn't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The thug wife didn't choose us. It, I mean, him. It yeah. chose us in this situation. Yeah. He's Smart like, motherfucker. he's like, I'm 38 years old. I'm gonna get 30 million next year. Fucking sign me the fuck <laughs> up. And I ain't mad at him. We want a title. Like, That's it. I, I, I can spend ten million get my feet fixed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. so they look like Donald Trump's hair pieces. But yeah, like you know what I mean. Like we are. Um, I'm in. I'm in championship hangover mode. If we are as good as he is, I'll be the first one to come back on the show and he can shit all over me. Because <laughs> trust me, if they're just as bad as I think they're going to be, because like I equated it the other day on the other podcast to this season that just passed was like going to like, the best steakhouse in the world. You get like a great Kobe steak. You know they cut the show and the beef, the cut, the whole nine. They're cooking it just to your specifications. This season's like fucking post hangover McDonald's. We're getting two junior chickens, a small fry, and a McDouble press like, it's a like typical I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god, no, 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 no. The Orlando Magic or Steakenstein, man. Yes, thank you. I, thank I, you. I, I hope you don't have an ad for Steakenstein. <laughs> that means you have to eat there, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. Like that's that's where old people just go to like yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Vince Carter should go to steak. I think stuff. that's where the steak. How many points a game is Norm Powell going to average here? That's a random question. Uh, no more than twelve. No more than twelve. Man, this guy's a fucking pessimist. Oh, yes, Jesus. Yeah. You, if you ask my twin brother, he says I'm the biggest pessimist that you'll ever meet in your entire life. When whenever in the finals, like fuck, screaming, they're they're gonna fucking lose this game. They're up by ten against Golden uh, State. Uh, I am well, a pessimist, darling. And I have a what lot am of I like when the Raptors are in a struggle? Doom and gloom? Yeah, yeah same. I have too. I have too. But I have I have hope that Norm's going to score 16 I literally a game. When he said darling, he was talking to me. Of course. You have big, beautiful eyes. I get in here. If you lick him, it tastes like Guinness. I just think that Norm is a player of ups and downs, and he doesn't have to feel down anymore because there's no there's no pressure. He's not coming out of the game if he misses three shots in a row. You know, I But he should. I He's think, so streaky. I, I love I him and I want the best for him. I'm not trying to be negative and call him a bummer or anything. Yeah. He's not. I love Norm. I love Fred. I love Pascal. I want to love OG, but it's, it's like he's... I'm not. I'm, I'm, not, I'm low on OG. Yeah. yeah. OG's like a uh, girlfriend that cheats on you all the time. It's really hot, so you just live with it. And that's what OG uh, and Nobi is. Yeah. He sucks. And then he gets three threes and locks you're down like, like, oh, yeah. in a playoff game. And then you're like, <laughs> oh, wait. He's actually not good. And, 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 and then in the first quarter of the next game, he ripped his three balls off yeah, his knees yeah. and like trips over his own feet. Damn it. Oh, Damari yeah. Carroll. They all, I, they're the same. Yeah, but never Carroll. Demari no, Carroll. Never. Got like wow. Demar- I can't. Demar- can't triple. Demari Demar- got perforated like Swiss cheese in like yeah. college. You know, this is, uh, you don't just take get like 18 stab wounds and be like, I got all the back. Like, ah, yeah, you got he gets stabbed with a beer bottle. I think he was in Ireland. No, yeah, Paul, anyway. Pierce, Paul, Paul Pierce also got stabbed like 17 times. Yeah, by some, yeah. some Boston yeah. raccoons. He's yeah. in Savoy, but he's in Ireland. We know everybody was so. <laughs> I mean, like, 18 times he got stabbed with a beer bottle. Uh, I think so, yeah. Uh, or maybe it was 18 times. No, Paul Pierce got stabbed more than 18 times. It was a, it was an absurd amount, like yeah. something crazy. It was, yeah. it was like a young Shaq point performance. Yeah. Is that like a trophy that they have in the NBA? It should be. It's it like should be. MVP, and then it's like you know, most, most stab wound by <laughs> MSP, most stab player. <laughs> That's probably Dwight Howard, yeah, though. I'm sorry. Uh, give me a picture. Anyway. Yeah. Him and Antoine Walker, how they never win an NBA championship. <laughs> oh, I can answer that. Yeah, I can answer that. Yeah, yeah. Friends talking about the uh, 
the east and the west, like they're going to change something? What are they going to do? No, no, they're, they're, they're not change. going to, but no, they should. They everybody should. wants to play out west, everyone wants to play on warm weather, right? So, like, they don't want to play Orlando, in Toronto. Orlando and Miami are warm weather. Yeah, Orlando and Miami are warm weather, but they don't have the bright lights of LA. They also, Orlando, Orlando is a, a parking lot with Disneyland in it. Yeah, and true, true that. Nobody uh, goes to those games. Miami, Miami is appealing. You know what? The state of Florida is appealing. There's no tax. state income tax. Yeah. But, they also have, but they also have that, like, shoot on site thing to have, right? Yeah, so. yeah they, it, 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 can get, it can get hectic in Miami. Yeah, it's it's not not there. I would not want to be there. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be there. There's some there. allure to go to Miami, but Miami is kind of, in my opinion, they're going to be a perennial six to eight seed now with their team as is and not I, much wiggle I, room. I wouldn't want to be Kawhi Leonard in LA this year. I wouldn't want to be Kawhi. Paul George is at the first ten games. Okay, and, no, 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 no. That that's all valid. But what I'm saying is, the state of Los Angeles, the, the, the state of California, the city of Los Angeles, do not like Kawhi Leonard. Right? Maybe what? Okay, I don't know how to explain. Why everybody wanted to go to Lakers? Yeah, oh. So LA is Laker town. Yeah. Like you know, like Halifax is a hockey town. LA is Laker town. Yeah. The Lakers won Los Angeles in sports, right? No matter if the Clippers are better. Going to the Clippers is like leaving your wife or sister. Like, that's not her ugly sister. At that they also play in the same stadium. Yeah, Staples. Yeah, yeah. So and you know, you get all the banners up there, the Lakers, which they actually cover up the Clippers. No way. They should obviously. No, they shouldn't. Oh, you should wear yeah, that yeah. fucking chain. <laughs> That, 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 that's the Clippers are probably one of the worst franchises in the history of the NBA. Well, that's a motivation, though, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you should be there. Like, look up and be like, look, good the, players play for the Lakers. Yeah. Like also, the Clippers have no... The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The Clippers also so things are looking up. they got a super rich owner who wants to spend a shitload of money and make the Clippers good. they got my boy Ballmer as their owner. Yeah. Yeah. You ever seen Steve Ballmer? Just go on YouTube. He's awesome, man. Just have to go on YouTube type having Windows 95 launch party and you'll get yeah. all the Ballmer yeah. energy. And he, yeah, that's the thing. He goes crazy during games. Like, he's like... Him and Mark Cuban are probably the two most like, interactive owners. You see them at every game. They're going crazy. They're into it. They're high-five but players. But that's, that's what you want, though, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, I mean. so why did he pick the Clippers then over the Lakers? Who, Balmer? Uh, I think Kawhi Leonard didn't want to play with LeBron James. Yeah. I, I, I firmly believe he didn't want the media circus to play with LeBron James. 100%. And he wanted to play with his friend Paul George, and they had the catch base, and they both happened. Yeah, and I think that he knows that he... You know, I, I think he's fucking stupid for leaving Toronto, to be honest. What team can you know? Yeah. But what does he want? He wants to shoot the ball. You get to shoot it every time and still make the NBA Finals. When there's five seconds left, it's 100% you shooting. It's probably 90% over Paul George, who's an incredible NBA player. But because it's Kawhi Leonard, he just won an NBA championship. He's going to be the number one guy. But like when it comes down to it, what, what if you missed the last shot? And then you're like, oh, I should give Paul George. There was no question in Toronto. He won an NBA championship, and he got to shoot it 30 times a game. There's As an NBA player... What's better than making the most amount of money possible, winning an NBA championship, and shooting it every time you get it? Two finals MVPs. Why Leonard is enough to prove? Why Leonard? That's what I mean. He just wants to shoot the ball. No, he he wants, he's not proving it. He, it's basketball. Basketball's more fun than when you shoot the ball. He just wanted to go home. I'm not mad. Yeah, I'm, neither am I. I, I want my, my to go home. My man wanted to play a late night game and yeah. in and out burger after. Exactly. He's really mad at him with that. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't care at all when and, he left. And again, he just won a fucking NBA championship. What'd you go That's what I mean. He came, he made no promises, he didn't even have to play. He could have fucking ghosted us and said, trade me. He came, he showed up, he did his job, and he won us an NBA championship. We weren't going to win otherwise. Love I remember I that at the, uh, when he came. A lot of people were saying that. Yeah, he might not even play. Yeah. yeah. So well, my, one of my best buddies is a writer for the Spurs, and he's like, no way he's playing for you guys. No way. Well, that uh, guy, right? So. But he did. He did. So where does that... Um, and he loved it. And he, he did well with the media. The media liked him in Toronto. His quirkiness and his oddness and his, like, being silent and us trying to get giggles out of him. Like, it just turned out to be... The whole week, it was amazing. Everything was organic in a very awkward way, and I loved it. Yeah, I loved it every second. I, I touched on it earlier. He was very 
Canadian. Yeah. So, so, so where like just um where are we ranking all time Raptors? No, the last one's gonna ask, but that is a good question. He's number Thanks. one. He's <laughs> number two besides this guy. Okay. <laughs> so it's gonna be a two man show from this point forth. Someone's about to die. I, so I, I, I actually think he's like second off of Rudy Gay. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. You got a fancy for his Listen, I, 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 I can see him poking at your jacket. I, I, I would take Kawhi Leonard over LeBron James and Kevin Durant. If I had a team right now, I, I think Wyland is the best player in the NBA. He is he is a two way player. He's complete. He does everything. He, right now, yeah, yeah. Now, I would take him over everybody. Not not this time last year though. Two years ago, I would say Kevin Durant maybe, or LeBron. He's just Kawhi's so dominant. Nine months ago, you would say Kevin Durant maybe. Yeah, yeah man, Kawhi's just he's. On the defensive end, he's just so, so dominant. He can just take over games. It's so who's going to be the favorite this year for, obviously, a pass in Toronto? Yeah. Mr. Mr. Positivity over there. Clippers are favorite to win Clippers, Vegas. Clippers, Sixers, and Finals. Yeah. Maybe. Not the, the Lakers? No. I think it depends on injuries. The Lakers are shallow as fuck. The Clippers are not dissimilar from the Raptors, where they have some pretty good depth. I can't wait to watch Lou Williams play on the same court as Kawhi, because Lou Williams is playing for the Clippers. He shoots it every time he gets it. Kawhi's not gonna like I'm that. I'm starting to much. feel like Kawhi is like the little hobo. He's just going around with all these teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. Well, he did bring a second superstar with him to the Clippers. I think the Clippers are, are probably the clear favorite. And then I think I put Lakers and Milwaukee and Philly similar. Milwaukee a little bit lower than everybody else. And I like the sleepers of Utah and Denver. Denver? Yeah. Denver finished second in the West last year. They have a very young, very intriguing team, but they're just get older. I mean, yeah. Utah got better. Great defensive team. Houston got worse. Houston got definitely worse. Most of the West is just the same or worse. So Houston got worse? Why did they get worse? Well, they lost Chris Paul for a player who shoots 30 times a game and only makes 10 of those shots. So. Yeah, he shoots 30 times a game and makes 10 of those shots. Steals defensive rebounds from his own team. Oklahoma City for the time being. Yeah, he, he literally got sent to basketball for I would guess that he's going to play in Miami at some point uh, during the season. Chris Paul's got a philosophy dickhead, so I don't, yeah. I'm not really going to feel too bad for him. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah, Houston um, basically has two me-first, shoot-first point guards yeah. that are only concerned with winning scoring titles and stat sheets. Yeah. And that does that can take you real far in a game of NBA 2K20. Yeah. It won't take you real far in the re- And it would go slightly better if both of those players were knockout three-point shooters, but one of them can't fucking shoot. So if one player's dribbling and the other one's at least waiting to shoot the three, if he's a good three-point shooter, it could turn out to be a good thing. But one of them can't shoot. James so. Harden can't get the shoot. Yeah, that's I mean, true, true that. James yeah. Harden uh, has to stand there and prove yeah. who's like 19 times. Exactly. Drop a scene like Coppola making the Godfather to see if he can drop <laughs> yeah. now. And if he can't draw that, he just falls over and holds a random yeah. part of his body. Gerald Green just got hurt for the air, so. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Rockets are going to be fucking terrible. Yeah. They have, a, they have a decent starting five, and then after that, they're not particularly I good. Of, I think of all the, like, the teams in the NBA, I dislike the Rockets and uh, probably the Lakers, too. See, yeah, I think the GM just lost the NBA a shitload of money. Just <laughs> more. Uh, only because like the Lakers are like the realm of the Yes. They just want all yeah. the best players and it's all the yeah. Galactic And it hasn't worked out a lot for them lately and I really fucking hope it doesn't work out this no, year because I also, I also really just... That was a big problem yeah. in a way. And it's also this problem with LeBron, too. I mean, they got reasonably lucky that Anthony Davis came over, but they're not really attracting... You know, they got Rajon Rondo. I mean, their their team is... Not they got Danny Green. Yeah, yeah, Danny, Danny Green. White Howard's deflated butt cheeks. Well, I gotta say, I'm not. I don't love Danny Green in playoffs anymore. I, 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 I liken him also to Demari Carroll. He had some threes happening, and then the guy, he he turned it over every time he dribbled. I'm not, you, I'm did not you watch the playoffs? Yeah. 
can't dribble. dribble. He can shoot the three and play I, defense. I had a very strong, very strong love-hate relationship with yeah, Danny Green. I know. But that play in game six where he threw the ball out of bounds. I know. And, and there were multiple plays game, like that game one, the game one against Milwaukee where he tried to dribble. He, he all of a sudden thought he was Kyrie Irving trying yeah. to dribble against Middleton. Yeah. So why did, why, did, why did Danny Green go then? Because uh, Danny Green was contingent upon Kawhi staying. If Kawhi staying, I heard a rumor that he was gone no matter what. By the way, uh, to I the think, Lakers. I think he was. I, he waited. He was here. He did wait. He was traded. We were at his party. Yeah. And uh, you can watch footage of it. It's uh, he did a TSN special. If we were gonna run it back, he was gonna run it back. But otherwise, he wasn't staying. And no one wanted him if he Kawhi wasn't coming back. Yeah. So that's the thing. He was he's a great three and D player and I think he's useful, but as a starting two guard in in a playoff game, I, I wouldn't even take him anymore to be honest. I, I would I would the guy can't put the ball on the floor. So, he turns it over every time. Fred 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 yeah, exactly. So, so the big loss then obviously was Kawhi is a huge loss. Oh, and no. and it's the problem is it's the volume of Kawhi that, that you lose as well. Like you have nobody like, I love Pascal Siakam, but he's not a guy that you give it to, and he's just going to go score, and neither is Lowry. So, they have great ball movement. I, I, I think they have a, a good a good team, but they, they don't have any guy that can just go shoot. I will say this. If Pascal Siakam learned how to cope with double teams, uh, I may be more on his side of the yeah. page than I am currently. But I've seen Siakam literally shit himself every time a double comes. And That's what I mean. Yeah. Just fail miserably. So, I don't have high hopes that he's going to be great this year. Yeah. I, I like Siakam. I love yeah. Siakam. I think he's great at a lot of things. Love his hustle, love his defense, love his speed. Love, I love a lot of things. But when you're the number one guy on the team, you got to be ready for double teams. I mean, Every never. time Siakam got double teamed. And he also doesn't have a pull-up-in-your-face jumper. No, I mean, the jump. guy is a product of a really good point guard and the fact that they had another superstar. I, I love Pascal, and I think he'd be worth it. He would be worth I like it in this too. In the, this is going to be terrible. This is going to happen to us when Kyle Lowry gets traded. When we had Chris Bosch, I love Chris Bosch. I respect him. I love his game. He played on a shit team. He did well. But we were never going to win the NBA championship with Chris Bosch being our number one player. And so when he left, it was like, well, we were going to give him the max and we're going to spend all this money on him and then not fill up the team around him. So we might as well just let him go. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. I and Pascal I, could beat this player. I, I hope no Bill Wills works Chris Bosch. Yeah, no, no. Uh, love him. But if Lowry leaves and we pay Pascal the max, then we're filling out our team with fucking overpaying Freddie Van Vliet probably. But we already pay Kyle the max, and Kyle's not... Like, I love Kyle oh, Lowry. Yes. And Kyle Lowry... Again, he's not Lowry. the number one. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We have no big number one, but at least Kyle Lowry's really good. Yeah. We never really had. This has the whole thing of... Remember, like, the Jays did that when they... They, they could have won the World Series oh, I've ago. been a Jays fan for a long time, man. Oh, I tell you, when we had money and we chose to spend money and we just spent it on Vernon Wells and like Alex Ray, like we made big moves that looked like Troy Gloss, like that looked maybe Lyle like Overbay. they were going to be good. Lyle Overbay. Yes. And, but then it just didn't work AJ out. I just, yeah, exactly. I'm just so happy that the Raptors won. Yeah, all of that. We, yeah. If, if you look back at the, the Blue Jays, like it, it destroys the Raptors on Overspending on players that didn't work out. Um, yeah, uh, that year when they like when they got David Price in. And all yeah, like, yeah, that's different. Yeah. So that was a year where they actually good. They made playoffs. Well, well like, I mean, that was the, the year when you felt like they kind of yeah. had to do it. Yeah, um, they last year, last year, fell it up in the Raptors and they did it. Yeah, but absolutely. Now, but then, like, it's that year after when it's just like, oh, can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that we actually did it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, and that's the thing. And that, the Jays, that's enough. I was at, I was at the uh, ALCS, or I was no, I think against Texas where they won. Donaldson scored uh, to oh, walk off. Oh, the sweet. I was also sweet. at that game, and it just. And you know what? All I of the, hate your fucking All of these times, I was, I, my girlfriend lives in Toronto. I was just randomly in Toronto for game six. It just happened to be game six. This man is a 
personal fitness trainer in a long distance. <laughs> slide yeah. the DM. Well, I work, I work 14 hours a day, so I need a girlfriend who lives hey, in Toronto who doesn't care, I, I go go to, doesn't care that I go to bed at 8 o'clock every night. My man needs to drop his Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she, she said she wanted to listen to this podcast, so oh, shut okay. the fuck up. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, Whoever you are, I'm sure you're a wonderful person. Yes, she's lovely. Uh, I'm really way out of my <laughs> <laughs> That is absolutely not true. I am. This, I this am, is what you get for all the Vince Carter. I am a. <laughs> I was very monogamous with Vince Carter too. You know, I, I, I believe in monogamy. You know what? Oh, Until they burn you. And then, and then you forgive them and you move on, right? <laughs> right? So fitness Jesus yeah, over here yeah. thinks that, uh, no, anyway, let's back to basketball. So, yeah. Would you be sad if, if Vince Carter got traded to the Raptors at the end of the game? Oh, yeah. So I, there's violently uh, upshot. I, I've heard, I've heard you talk about this before, mm-hmm. with, with, on your favorite podcast, the Armchair Podcast, because it's the second right Now my second favorite I hated podcast. him for many years, so I'm going to put that out there. But well, I, I've are grown you, are you one of those to favorites? respect that he's still in the league, that he's transformed his game. And I can now look back on it and appreciate the fact that the Raptors wouldn't be where they are today. It wasn't for him. You can't say... He put them on the fucking map. Yeah, because Tracy... We named that dunk competition. Yeah. Let's go there. Let's just pause that. I covered this before, as we, he just mentioned. His greatest fucking career achievement is a motherfucking dunk contest. You, you, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. that, 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 that this it, was before Instagram. This was before social media. It, you, the rap, it, Nobody wanted to play for the Raptors. Nobody. Because you could... Nowadays, you can play for Oklahoma City and be famous we, because you have Instagram. And we, everybody sees the highlights every day. We... we it was a black hole. We, we let a better hole. basketball player go to keep him half. Tracy McGrady is better than Vince Carter. That hurt me a little bit, too. That team could have been fucking sick. But you're, you're agreeing with me, yeah. right? Tracy 100%. Brady, okay. 100%. Well, Jesus Christ, he averaged 30 points a game. We, we, we had Tracy <laughs> McGrady yeah. and Vince Carter, but everyone fell in love with Vince so much off a goddamn dunk contest. Yeah, but no fairness, like, Tracy was very young at that time. Yeah, he's and, 21 yeah, years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, yeah, very he young. He immediately left Toronto won a scoring title. Yeah. Like, immediately went and made like a bad team. Two years in a row, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. He, Tracy McGrady was, like, a once... If he didn't have bad but he's also a Gilbert Arenas type. Like, he flamed out pretty quickly as well. Yeah, very actually, yeah. Tracy McGrady. Yeah, no, I mean, like, my, my feelings on Miss Carter, and I'll try to make this quick because I could spend three hours on this. Was it a really good thing that he played for the Raptors? Oh, I can't believe you're hesitating. I, I can't like, believe that. Even back in Sweet Old Oregon. We inherited Vince Carter. But don't you agree that everything happened? If, if he didn't play for the Raptors, we wouldn't have got Kawhi Leonard, we wouldn't have won an NBA championship. Oh, that's Those, that's bollocks. And I didn't say bollocks. What? That's, yeah. that's just how it is. No. Everything, everything would be different now. Yeah. Yeah. Every, 100% of everything, Dude, you, you, everything would be different. That, everything. You, you, Every, no, that's not too far. You sound like an old colonial yeah. white guy writing history books. That's, <laughs> that's how the timeline works. That's how it works. That is how it works. That is exactly yeah, how it works. That's like people Let's go the down the line of all those no, trades no, no, that no, led no, into every other trade. Just for, for clarification before I completely destroy this man. This is basically the equivalent... <laughs> He'll be wrong when he does it. That's fine. This is the equivalent of people saying, like, the Polian with the French Revolution. That, that's how bad the timeline is here. But, you know, go ahead. Come with your best shot. What do you got? I'm, I'm, what do I got to hit you with? It, it just is what it is. We wouldn't have turned oh. out to be bad. We wouldn't have got certain draft picks. We wouldn't have made certain trades. Everything... So how did something that happened in February of 2000 affect something, a trade that happened in July 2018? Our team would have been different. We wouldn't have had those pieces. Every year, those trades led into other trades and more draft picks, and then turned into new players. And it just tells you, that's just what happens. Yeah. Uh, 
So, my thing is, is that none of that matters because we fumbled and mishandled those assets for years. And if we hadn't have, we wouldn't have been shitty. And then we wouldn't have got Andrea Bargnani. I feel like you'd be watching the butterfly effect. (laughs) Yeah. I wish we could turn this alternate reality where we we fucking, Vince Carter loved life and he stayed and we were the DeMar DeRozan team for so many years. My man simmed a game of NBA 2K on the Dreamcast until I came away to his theory on how the Raptors got to where they are. Masai yeah. Ujiri absolutely cleaned house Thank you, and, and, and changed everything <laughs> and all the dynamics. Because yeah. I assure you, everything Glenn Grunwald yeah. did had nothing to do with what just happened. Yeah. Did you watch Endgame? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, fuck. But, like, LeBron was no longer us, yeah. so it was good. Exactly. So, so I take it then you're not in favor of Vince Carter coming back. <laughs> no! Not, he's not coming back, by the way. Hell if he no. was... They would have signed him this year. He chose to resign with Atlanta for some reason. Because only Atlanta would take him. A lot of backlash to that, too, by the way. And as a 42 year old taking time away from a young guy for no reason, because they're not winning an NBA championship because of him. As a lonely 42-year-old man, it's hubris. I mean, like, he doesn't sell fucking jerseys. Vince Carter hasn't sold jerseys since Obama was president. So, like, I mean, first term Obama. You know, you can't blame him. It's like, it's like Brett Favre back in the day. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm not really like good enough to be a starting quarterback, but like, you're gonna pay me ten million dollars. I fucking or retire. I think I'll take ten million dollars. Oh, next year I'm gonna be the backup for five million. I think I'll play. So, oh, next year I'm gonna be in the practice team for one million. I think I'll play. Why the fuck will you retire? Hey, how much are you making this year? Three million dollars. We're making a bet. Fuck, I'd play. <laughs> I hate Brett Favre as well, so I'm not gonna. If you want to compare Brett Favre, I mean, dick pick Brett Favre to Vince Carter on Ford. Um, yeah, no. Uh, if Vince Carter. Uh, Ended up somehow on the Raptors. We're going to do the stupid thing on the Strom with him again this year. I'm going to vomit up my gloves. I'm, I'm going to be there, by the way, for that game. Yeah. You are? I go to one or two regular season games every year. And, and you'll and, and The say, Atlanta Hawks at... When was the last time you actually paid for a ticket to go see the Raptors? This is going to be the first year, I so I get... For, I get anyway, so, yeah, my, my feelings on Vince Carter is that, like, my man over here is going to go to Vince Carter's last game in Toronto. <laughs> I, I was in the Clipper game. Yeah, me too. And I'm going to thank him. So, he's going to look up at the Titan Tron. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the Titan Drop, and he's going to see yeah. dunk contest highlights. Yeah, yeah. A preseason dunk. It'd be hilarious if at the end they showed that missed shot against the Raptors. <laughs> that would be, or against the 76ers. That would be amazing. Well, do, uh, this huge tribute, and then the very last thing. And no, then, no, no, And then the whole no, crowd no, is like, that should be the second last clip. The, the last clip should be Kawhi's four yeah. bounces. Yes! That would be amazing. Yeah. That would actually be amazing. Did, did, the, um, did you see uh, David Beckham statue thing with James Gordon? No. Oh yeah, this is hilarious. So they did this really shitty statue, kind of because he's got the statue put in front of the, the LA Galaxy Stadium, yeah. and they're showing like a highlight reel, and part of the joke was, was like a bunch of red cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. They should do Three that. Three kids from track. twenty years yeah. ago. A <laughs> goal <going> from half. I like to kind of move things back to Halifax coming towards the end of the show. Okay, yeah. Um, so, the Hurricanes. What do you guys think? Do you guys go see them? I can't watch that brand of basketball. I watch it. I took her to a game last year. I don't go often. It's not bad. Did basketball. you go to Big Baby's game? Yes. No, 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 we didn't. Uh, uh, I would have gone to that game if I wasn't in the town. A guy who won an NBA championship with the Boston Celtics place was named John Newfoundland. And he's <laughs> A friend of mine. He's making uh, 30 grand a year, and he's made probably, what, 20 million this year, maybe? At least it. So a friend of mine now... For the little game, right? Well, he probably pissed all away. So I, I... I work at a sneaker shop, right? Like, everyone knows I work at Portside Sneakers. I'm Quimble Road. Mid-Fish didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't so, know that. I didn't know. Yeah. So... Well, you know that Mitch worked out of all fitness. <laughs> Strawberry Hill and Bedford locations. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, anyway, one of my colleagues who works at the PEI shop just took a job coaching in that league, the NBDL. 
he's going to coach the team Big Baby plays for them. I asked him, is Big Baby coming back? He's like, no. <laughs> not, apparently he's such yeah. a head case that they would he's not worth the price. Really? Yeah, he would like he would be like texting during games. He would go oh, home. Wow. He would go home to LA during his off time. Like he wouldn't show up to practice and be oh, home in LA. Like just an absolute mess. Like I mean, oh, like, uh, but yeah, like yeah. he was bad. Well, funny note about that is that you're reminding me of uh, like texting during games and stuff like that. And that happened to a guy in the NBA this year. But I was at watching Endgame in Toronto the night before I went to see Game One. So you guys were probably also in Toronto, and I I went to. The we were at the Vladimir Yeah, so there was a, a, a an NBA playoff game the next day. The, the movie ended at like 2.30 in the morning. I went to the midnight show, and I come into the stadium, and I'm like, we're out of the theater, and there's a guy in front of us, and I was like, holy fuck, that's Amir Johnson, who is a <laughs> former rapper who's currently playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh. He, it's 2.30 in the morning. He's walking out of the theater by himself, and he's got a playoff game the next day. And then I and then I look over, and he's sitting on the bench texting, and he didn't dress for the game. <laughs> so we, we, we referenced it earlier about some of the worst Raptors of all time, yeah. and I hate to do this to you because I kind of liked him. I don't hate Amir Johnson. But Amir Johnson. Yeah. I don't hate him. He's not a good player. He's top 10 worst Raptors of all time. <laughs> what? Top 10. Top 10. Oh, oh, it's not the expansion draft Raptors. I mean, he was, what, he had eight rebounds. Eight points a game. I mean, yeah, but you weren't asking on, for more than eight that. Eight points on thirteen missed offensive oh, rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> He's also pretty undersized. So there, 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 there's a so. moment in the Raptors history. I, I referenced this on the other podcast um, where I fell out of love completely with Jonas Valanciunas. So he's no longer a Raptor. It doesn't matter. But I'm telling a quick story, and you'll know this because you watch the game. So I was always on a very love, mostly hate relationship with Valanciunas. Yeah, same. And there's the love usually at the start of the year when he's averaging thirteen rebounds a game. You're like, if he does this, he could be useful. The only thing I like about Valanciunas is he had great hair and a beard. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of guns. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the end of game one, 2018, Raptors Cavs second round playoff series. Valanciunas grabbed three offensive rebounds underneath the basket, and he just needs to put one of them back in. He's seven foot one. <laughs> he's a foot and a half from the basket, and yeah. he cannot get that motherfucking ball to go down. If, yeah. if Jonas Valanciunas yeah. was on fire on the ground next to me and I just drank 18 bottles of water, I would still pee on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. what I think about Jonas Valanciunas. That, that moment sunk my, because yeah. this is the year, this is before hurtful. we got to watch. It's like, times. this is going to be the year we won 59 games. Won game one. And if we win game one, the whole series exactly. is differently. But the team got so deflated because JV at seven, he's literally, if he raises his arm, it's basically. And like basketball. one of them, like, on, like just on the like, series, in front of the rim. No, it's kind no. Oh, game, one. game one, like we came in, we played well, we we, we had the chance to win the game we at were, the end of the game. We were blowing the note for first We fucking lost. And they came back. And yeah. We had three 99 percentile chance shots yeah. to win this game, yeah. and he couldn't convert yeah. a single one of them. Well, and for that... And it crushed us. Like, it, it crushed it our soul. It crushed our soul. Like, after that, it was like, the series is over. And it was. I mean, it was. Yeah. So he may not be the worst Raptor of all time, but he makes my list as that moment will forever sting Yeah, life. like the worst Raptors, in my opinion, aren't the ones that are the worst players. So the ones that had ex- certain that. expectations. Let's do that. Who's your worst Raptor of all time? No particular order. TJ Ford. That's one. I hate, I fucking hate TJ Ford. We even covered that. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. You know what, uh, Bargnani, mainly because, uh, and again, it didn't work out. What about the Adam Larson. Bruno Caboclo. The, yeah. the kid that was two years away from me, two years away. And, he, and he's yeah. still on an NBA team, and what? he's still showing promise. <laughs> no. He's in Memphis now. And you know what? He gets, he's like, fuck, he's just got the NBA body. He looks like he's going to be good, and then, like, yeah. you know, he's, he's not good. He's probably he's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it's coming. But anyway, so uh, Bargnani's two. Bargnani's probably two. I mean, I put Hoff up there because he was such a yeah. high draft pick. It's like, why? When did a player from BYU get drafted in the first round of the fucking NBA playoff? Or NBA... <laughs> 
crap, it's fucking ridiculous. So that that one was reasonably hurtful. Sorry, go ahead. Give me some of yours. Uh, you probably nailed it with Hot Fudge. I just want to thank everybody for hanging out and talking so basketball and te- nice. teaching me a lot of stuff. I really appreciate it. What you not- learn? Tell me. What you learn? I learned that Vince Carter is not as good as what I thought he was. Oh my god. Hold on. Hold on. He also learned wow. that Vince Carter can suck my dick wow. in the back. Yeah. Wow. Just put that out there. I-, I also learned that Dave Smith doesn't like cursing on the Armchair Podcast. <laughs> so the next time I'm on... I'm what on, is the Armchair Podcast? Uh, it's another podcast with another friend of ours that I'm often the guest on because I'm great at this, obviously. <laughs> You got so, the voice. Is, anyway. it about, is it always about sports? Or? Yeah, yeah, but we cover more diverse range of sports, whereas okay. this guy is just stuck in Europe still. That's not true yeah. at all. What's being diverse? You're talking about American football um, and basketball hockey and, and hockey and That's, baseball. You know, like four sports. It's not like rugby where people who can't play other sports. Play. It's not like rugby because people actually okay. watch it. Okay, you know what, right? You know what? I gotta get my. I gotta get my. I gotta go. No, no. Don't let anybody hear that. I'm gonna ask it. I gotta. What did you say? I said rugby is for people who can't play other sports. I said rugby. I gotta get my. Rugby doesn't count because people don't actually watch it. Is what I said. You know, I was at a stag party in Ibiza this summer with professional rugby players. So scary, man. So Jack Henry, the the guy who I did the episode four with, who was in charge of rugby Nova Scotia, I'll get him get you to come out on a Saturday and run through the the motions with you. To be honest, a little bit revenge. Good rugby is amazing, but I'm. Talking like low level rugby, where a lot of people just didn't make any other team, so they played rugby. Come on, isn't that the same for every sport, though? No, no, no. no. So, so you're saying rugby will take so anybody. Oh, so you love the hurricanes, is what you're saying? <laughs> True so, that. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, anyway, back, back to finishing the fucking thing up because we'll be here all night. So, thank you so much, Steve, for coming. Thank you for out. having me. I, uh, I really appreciate it. I know it's virgin territory here at the uh, down the football podcast. But yeah, I don't drink and I'm half drunk, so yeah, I, I, I gotta <laughs> work in the morning. Yeah, I, I, same. I feel like we're past my bedtime. I feel like we're nicer people on the down the football podcast than the armchair commentary because Steve. Yeah, well, the host is better here. I gotta say. Thank you. Like yeah. that Dave guy's a fucking bastard to be honest. I'm anyway, punks really. Yeah, he is. He is a bollocks. No. So uh, I don't know this guy, but you guys are. You're talking. Nah, you're we talking, love you, Dave. We're talking like about Vince you. Carter. <laughs> No, he's definitely not. No, I don't have a dick in my mouth. I don't sound like Miss Carter. Um, I love a, you, Dave. He's Popeye, Popeye Jones. <laughs> he's Popeye Jones' eyes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, Mitch, thanks to me for hanging out. I know it's your first awesome. time. How'd you, how'd you find Jeff Fun? I loved it. Yeah, I love okay. talking Raptors because uh, anybody who will actually know anything about the Raptors, it's enjoyable to go back and so, so Regardless hope, of differing opinions. So Fuck hope, Vince Carter. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping you will come on again in, in the near future and we can talk once the season gets up and running. Yeah. I still think you need so to have me on here to educate you about football. I think that's something that we need to have. America so, football? No, I watched the oh. NFL. Oh, you to educate him. Yeah. You. Uh, yeah, we, we could do the reverse where I educate him on American football. Yeah, be like, yeah. big dumb people do bad things yeah. and good things happen because guys in structures make it happen. And get to take breaks in between every yeah. play to rest yeah. up. The yeah, NFL's garbage. You'll, you'll get to hear me it. being like overly passionate about Tottenham and stuff like that. Yeah, I would love to do that. I would love to like have you have a like, whole episode explaining to me why I should love Tottenham. Because yeah. I'm trying, but I haven't gotten into it yet, so Let's I need you. pass it around for 90 minutes and maybe get one or two goals during that period of time. That would be semi-exciting. And or, celebrate that goal or we could have for one hour straight. Or we could have Take our shirts off, lay on the ground, do a little fancy celebration. Let him finish. Let him finish. 700, what? 750 fouls in the, in the space <laughs> of a game. Oh, God. In all fairness, it's not Pass me, you bastard. Yeah, oh, all. stop. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. You can't watch football and make those jokes. We're done. Thank you for listening, guys. Have a great week. This is the self preservation society. The self preservation society. So I'm joined by. Andy Watson, uh, our regular 
participant in uh, All Things Premier League. How's it going, Andy? Oh, I'm pretty good, thanks, buddy. How are you? Good, good. Are you uh, excited for the return of the Premier League this week? I am ecstatic. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it after... I always get a little bit down when it's International Week just because it's International Week <laughs> and uh, yeah. there's no Premier League football. So And, and also because like, like every time there's a... It seems like there's an international break now. There's something going on. Like I mean, like in Bulgaria with England again, like the the racism thing rearing its ugly head again. It's just it's just a bit of a, a nightmare. Like like don't mean to put a bit down on thing, but what do you think they need to do there to 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 stop this from happening? Because it's getting it's out of control at this stage. Yeah, I, well, the, it's it's crazy though. What kind of the penalties that FIFA and UEFA give out for this kind of stuff? It's they should really be banned from the competition and or, or something like that, something really severe. Like in the past, it seems like it's been such small fines, like obviously, and I'd like the, yeah, it's just, it's just ridiculous really. Like, and yeah, I, I think they, they need to start getting a bit more serious and more serious penalties. Yeah, you can have games behind closed doors, but the next next home game after that, it's it's just going to happen again, I think. So, and it's, so it just seems to, it's really happened to England quite a lot. Like the last couple of games, like away, especially in Eastern Europe, for some reason, like in Montenegro, I think it happened, and it it's just it's just shitty. And um, I I know that obviously you you want to support your team and all that kind of stuff, but there's certain ways and means of doing that, and just being like a shitty person and like screaming that sort of abuse just it just is non yeah. and I really think that you're right there that they need to be more severe and I think they need to start deducting points and I, I don't think money will do it. I don't think playing behind closed doors will do it. I honestly think if they have to start deducting points or start making yeah. them and then start making them play in neutral grounds so that there is a disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. But because obviously the the Bulgarian FA themselves, like it's tough for them to um, to stop, it's hard to stop grown up people like being able to to do that kind of stuff. But then they come out and like they're saying that they weren't aware of it and all this kind of shit. Like you need to get out there and just say that it's it is what it is and it's ugly and um, yeah. yeah. So sorry to 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 dampen the mood there a little bit, but I just no. thought it was worth worth saying just because you know at, at the end of the day, like it, it doesn't matter. Like I hate certain football teams, but. Like I don't hate them that much to be that kind of a person. So uh, anyway, moving on. So the big one this weekend, United Liverpool. What's your thoughts? I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, if you go on current form, it should be a, a pretty much a banker for Liverpool to to beat Man United. But it's also the, probably the like the biggest game, one of the one of two biggest biggest games of the season. United away, Liverpool at home, and I don't know. I'm I've got a feeling it. It could end up being a draw, just because past past games we haven't really taken much away from United at um, at Old Trafford. So, but yeah, think, so I'm just think, I'm, I'm, sorry. I, I think it was just going to be one game where the, the players are going to have to show for Ollie. It's it's this one really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, I know that United have got like a couple of injuries. Um, like I think the hairs out injured maybe for. Sunday and obviously Pogba might still be out. I'm not sure if Martial's back or not. Um, but for Liverpool, I, I was just reading there that they say he probably will play, 
Luke Shaw won't be available, I don't think. I think he's still got a, a hamstring injury or something like that. So I think Martial coming back will be a big positive for them. Yeah, oh, for sure. I think uh, it's good. Like he's been missed the last few games of the well. I think he played what the first first couple of games, and then he's been out injured since. Uh, I think for Liverpool, Allison's back, and um, so that's going to be. Although we haven't really missed him this season, we've done pretty good. And um, yeah, I think Salah uh, is going to be fit for the game, so that's obviously positive positive news for Liverpool. So um, yes, I think I, I think though. Just because of the game and the nature of the game, it's going to be. I think it could end up being a draw, but I'm obviously hoping for a Liverpool win, and I'd be delighted. But I just, it's just one of those games you can't be can't be too confident on. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely like um, like the form books kind of go out the window with these sort of games. Like uh, United Liverpool, like United need to they need to show up at this stage after what happened at Newcastle. Like they've they've had a bit of time off. They need to come back stronger and just get it together you know um yeah was, yeah it's kind of weird that man city are in the the, the space now where they need united to get them a favor so it's uh it's, i know it's, it's interesting kind of, isn't it it's pretty, uh, it's pretty funny it's very very ironic um so your prediction for that one you're going to go for a draw i think i'm going to go for like uh yeah maybe one one or two two i think is going to be i i can't see liverpool not scoring but but i it just depends like if allison comes back and he's on like if he's top of his game then we could sneak a 1-0 but I, I just got a sneaky suspicion he's going to be a little bit rusty and he's yeah it's going to finish like 1-1 probably I, I'm going to go 2-1 to United I just think that uh, they need a big performance and I think this is the game for them to do it um, they showed at the start of the season that like when they played Arsenal they was it Arsenal that they hammered 4-0 it was, I think it was Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, in that game, that they show that they can, that when they want to, they 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 can still be a force. So I honestly think that um, I think yeah. they're right. I think Liverpool will definitely score. So I'm going to go two one to United on that one. And uh, so that means that Liverpool won't actually equal the record. Is that right? Is the, yeah, I think they're right on seventeen unbeaten games right now. So which is even more incentive for United to beat them, to be honest. Oh, it um, is for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Looking for for myself, uh, Spurs are home to Watford, which it's it's another one of those must win games for Pochettino. Um, yeah. Luckily, like Watford had that bounce back against uh, Arsenal, but then they've collapsed again. So um, I was just looking at some of the the photos of the the team train this week, and everybody seems to be lording it up for the cameras and being like super duper happy and it kind of makes you want to keep oh, your butts up <laughs> so I, 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 it's all for show I, I really think and uh, I, he, I'm hoping that he changes the system I think I'm hoping that he took the time away the international break and just decided that he's going to like change the system a little bit um, yeah. obviously, obviously what we've been doing isn't working uh, Harry Kane's just been way too isolated and like you've got players like like Son and uh, Lucas Moore just being on the periphery, which they should be at the heart of everything. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm kind of hoping uh, Lucas Moore does start. Of, well, maybe not against Liverpool, but I, I'd like to see him get a little bit of a run in the team, just because he's an exciting player, and I, I just don't get why he's always on the bench. It's it, I honestly think it's because like he has to drop somebody, and I think Lucas Moore yeah. is just like an easy player to drop. Uh, I, I'm like you. Like I want to see him play every game. I think that he gives 
his his guts and uh, everything he's got for 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 Tottenham and like I, I think that's something that we need right now. So because I mean when he yeah. came on against Brighton, he was the only player that actually had some shots. So, yeah, he kind of yeah, yeah he was the, the 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 guy that kind of created some chances and and, and things. So it's. Um... Yeah, he, he. I think he. I think he might start. A, I think he'll probably. He could start on. I'm on really hoping so. So uh, predictions for that one. I'm gonna say. Um, I, I. I think Spurs are gonna win that. I think he'll win like two or three now. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for Tottenham on this one too. Um, I think this will hopefully paper over the cracks a little bit. So, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll go, I think that with our dodgy defence, Watford will probably score, so I'm, I'm going to go with a, a 2-1 win for Tottenham in this one. Um, okay. We we re-signed uh, Michelle Vorm this week as a backup keeper. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, things are kind of desperate. <laughs> what, things um, are moving forward this yeah. Thursday. <laughs> yeah. You know, Fernando <laughs> Llorente is probably going to get a show pretty soon if he's uh, not too <laughs> careful. So, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll go with Tottenham on that one too. So then... Um, Another crisis club uh, in the relegation zone. Uh, Everton are at home to West Ham. West Ham have been on good form. So where do you think that one's going to go? Well, the thing is, like, it's how how they dealt with the international break, Everton. So if they if they've re like got back like rebuilt and kind of focused on tactics and kind of, but I I still I still can't see anything but a West Ham victory. I'm hoping this is the season Everton get relegated. <laughs> like, it won't happen. I I was really excited once back in like the, the like in the nineties there when they were. Cl- they, I think they survived on the final day of the season. Um, was that Joe Royal and his dogs of war? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. They won the FA Cup or something the same year or something like that. So yeah, yeah I think uh, so. Yeah. So yeah, uh, for that one myself, I'm probably I'm going to go with a draw on that one. I I, I think that um, I, I think Everton. Will probably get a point. They need a point, so I think they'll probably. They do need a point, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably, I'm going to go for a draw with that one. Uh, yeah. Next game, Villa Brighton. Uh, exciting stuff on this one. Uh, I'll, I'll, I think I'm going to go for a, a Villa victory on this one, just because they're at home. It's the only reason. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, yeah. It's not a game I'm kind of like. It's not a game I'm going to uh, rewatch on the zone. I can tell you that. I wouldn't say it's going to be too exciting. Um, what about yourself on that one? I think I'm going to go. They're like what, pretty close to each other in the league. There, I think they lost a good result, though, didn't they? Like, the yeah, last... Brighton are coming off the back of that win, and I think didn't Villa beat Norwich five one or something? So yeah, they're both coming off. So they've had a good win. Yeah. So yeah, that this is like for me. I think that's got a draw written all over it. Something like pretty nil nil or one one or something, <laughs> or five five. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Uh, so uh, Chelsea Newcastle. Oh, that's gonna. Be, I think that could be an interesting one. It could be interesting. I like Chelsea are definitely coming into a bit of form, and obviously Newcastle had that good win against Manchester United there, and so they're gonna have a bit of confidence. And it just depends on how they play, but I think that, like they they could put up a, a good good fight against Chelsea. But I I still see Chelsea winning one or two 0 or something like that. But I I'm think gonna it's agree. going to be a close, a pretty close game. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I'm going to go like uh, it'll probably be a 2-0 win to Chelsea. I, I think Newcastle played really well against United, but I think that was more down to the fact that 
United were shit. And, uh, yeah, they were. And, um, and they had the two youngsters in mid, like in the two Longstaff brothers. And like, I, obviously it was like that Manny Longstaff's kind of debut. So that was like a fairy tale kind of game. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They have, and like historically, I think as well, like like Newcastle Man United games were always pretty entertaining games. Maybe not so in them in the recent years, but but yeah, there's there's always been some kind of big thing usually happening in those Man United Newcastle games. So, but yeah, with the Chelsea Newcastle, I just I think Chelsea will be a little bit too strong. So uh, moving on to the next one, Wolves Southampton. Yeah, that's got to that's. That's going to be an interesting game. Obviously, um, Southampton are doing pretty, pretty terrible, and Wolves aren't doing too much better, eh? So, but I, I think I, I've, like I, I would say Wolves would win that one. Yeah, they're coming off the back of that win against Man City, I suppose. You're saying that Wolves have a little bit of form going into it. Um, I don't think they've been doing that well at home, though. But I, I honestly think that just with the qualities they have, I think they'll probably just. Edge that one. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I'd say it'll probably be like like two nil or two one. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next one is Bournemouth against uh, Norwich City. That, uh, that's Dave Smith's team from the uh, armchair armchair commentary. Uh, that's the team that he oh, chose yeah. to follow. Yeah. So, uh, be kind to him on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> all, all I can yeah, I, I've got a feeling. Leicester were unlucky last game against Liverpool. Um, they played pretty well, and uh, although Burnley have got pretty good form this year, like Burnley aren't doing too bad themselves. Though. I think they're only like two points or something behind Leicester right now. So, but I, I just I think Leicester will be too strong for Burnley. So I, I can see a Leicester Leicester victory there. Yeah, me too. And Bournemouth Norwich. What do you think on that one? Um, I think Bournemouth, like uh, yeah, Bournemouth probably Norwich are in pretty bad out of affairs right now so yeah I think I think I think a Bournemouth victory for that one me too I, I think the, there's there's going to be a couple of goals in, in Bournemouth for that one unfortunately um, so Sheffield United Arsenal is the Monday game um, Arsenal away to Sheffield United how do you think that one's going to go um, Arsenal again they've, they've definitely picked up on the. I think they've got a better away record already this season than they had the whole of last season but um, Sheffield United doing not too bad, but um, I, I can see that being a draw, um, I think, on Monday. I think so, too. Yeah. I honestly think that, uh, like, Sheffield United just had... Like, there are those kind of teams that Arsenal just don't do well against. Yeah, um, I think I think Arsenal have got, like, at most a goal in them, but I think Sheffield United will have a, a, at least, like, yeah, a goal in them, too. They seem to do pretty well against... They've done pre- They did a pretty good job against Liverpool, um, um, so uh, last but not least, I let say the best of last. Uh, Crystal Palace, Man City. Um, Crystal Palace have got a pretty good uh, record. Like their form's been pretty good this season. I'm hoping uh, Roy Hodgson, the ex Liverpool great manager, will do one, <laughs> do do as a favour and beat beat Manchester City. But um, I'm 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 hoping it's uh, at least Palace or. Palace win or draw? I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go draw. With with the uh, Palace Man City, I, I, yeah. I think myself. I think that um, City are going to rebound and probably win that one by quite a few. I think that's going to be. I know Palace are at home and 
Um, you want Roy to do you a favour, but I remember his time as Liverpool manager, and he did just no favours at all. So I think uh, I think City are going to probably put a few past on that one. So so I, I think I I think that we might see the the gap close close down a little bit over the weekend because I think I think that United are going to beat Liverpool and City will beat Palace. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you think differently. You think it's probably going to be widened. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, I think it could go to ten ten points. Uh, no, what is it now? It's eight now. So yeah, it could go up to nine. Wow, is it, which end, is which, the... which is crazy, right? Uh, who who would have thought this stage of the season that we're like Liverpool would be so far ahead? So uh, Liverpool just don't seem to have that that blip yet, which every team seems to have at some stage in the season. So for, I'm sure for you, it's a uh, Definitely going to be long way to continue. So, um, so next week uh, we're going to do a Liverpool special on the show. So hopefully you're looking forward to that, Andy. Yes, for sure. Hopefully we, uh, we next week after this weekend we get a good result to go into that, go into the special for sure. Did you see any of the US uh, Canada game uh, during the week? I did not, but I know that. They won. Um, well, Canada won two 0 It was the yeah. first time in thirty odd years that they they beat in the U.S., which is uh, re- remarkable of achievement for Canada. Because every time I've looked out for a result, they've always lost. So I was pretty <laughs> impressed. <laughs> yeah, they um, they they really showed up, and uh, the the crowd was up for it. Uh, the players all looked up for it. The the states just don't look. Right at the moment, um, I know that uh, Alexi Dallas was on YouTube there pissing and moaning about the states and all that kind of stuff, and it's kind of nice just to see him being upset because he's not one of my favorite people. So, yeah, it was yeah. it was it was a great time. I was at Nietzsche watching it, and uh, the crowd down there were really up for it too. So it was uh, it was a great time to be there. So uh, it was really great fun. So. Um, Thanks for joining us this week, Andy. Uh, we'll be back to re- regular scheduling next week uh, when we're delving back into a bit more of the Premier League and, as I said, we'll be doing like a Liverpool special. So, um, until then, thanks, Mel, man. Really appreciate it. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm joined by our rugby analyst, uh, Matt Mansfield, uh, this week. How's it going, Matt? How are you? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so hopefully we don't have as many technical difficulties as we've been having the last couple of weeks. So uh, I'm glad you're back on iPhone. So um, so before we just – I wanted to get your predictions for the quarterfinals, which are coming up. But before we do that, there, there was some news yesterday about uh, – in regards to Canadian rugby, um, our good friend DTH ret- retired from international uh, rugby. Um, how good was he? Oh, I would uh, I would rank him up in the upper echelon of Canadian rugby players. I mean, the records kind of speak for themselves. He's easily Canada's most uh, prolific try scorer. That's for sure. 
Um, it's been a pleasure to watch him in the last four World Cups. It's uh, just a shame that they had to cancel the Namibia match because I have a feeling he probably would have scored a try there, and that would have given him uh, four World Cups with a try score, which was uh, another feather for his cap. But fortunately, that didn't happen. But uh, you know he'll he'll go down as one of the greatest rugby players to ever play for the country, which is. Uh, it's great to see that um, on a team such as this, but we're not really getting a whole lot of success. He's one of the bright, uh, few bright spots. Yeah, like he, um, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Like, I mean, not only is he like a great Canadian rugby player, he's like an actual great rugby player, full stop. So, um, I think international rugby will miss him. He's, he's, he's a great player to watch, and uh, I think he still might have a couple of years left in club rugby, so we can still watch him, but. It'll definitely won't be the same watching Canada without him um, in the red shirt. So yeah, so we wish him all the best, obviously. Uh, so moving forward to the quarterfinals, then uh, just want to get your predictions. Um, I'm gonna start with the uh, the big game that everybody's talking about and everybody's like really stressed out about, i.e., me. Uh, New Zealand, <laughs> Ireland. What, what way do you think that one's gonna go? You know, if you asked me at the very start of the World Cup, I said, "Oh, this is gonna be a fantastic match." I'm not so sure now. Um, Ireland obviously hasn't had the greatest uh, tournament so far. You know, they did come out and put on an impressive showing in their last match. But, uh, you know, it's a completely different team that they're up against this time. So, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to sound like a like a jerk here on your podcast, but I don't require <laughs> much of a chance in this one, unfortunately. Yeah, it's... A, I, I honestly... We just don't turn up for tournaments. That's, that's the thing. I mean, like, every World Cup, we... We always flatter to deceive. We come into them expecting to go very far, and then we just struggle. Like we we played really well against Samoa, but um, I think that was just more papering over the cracks of um, the awful displays that we had against everybody else, pretty much. Um, yeah, I'm uh, Nelly's. Uh, Dirty Nelly's has shown the game, so I'll be down uh, with some fellow Irish people watching that game, and uh, we can all jointly drown our sorrows, I guess, in vats of tea and Guinness. So, I'll be, yeah. I'll be rooting for them because, you know, I don't want to see another New Zealand uh, World Cup win. So, uh, go Ireland in this one for me. But oh, thanks, man. Breath. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the uh, for me, like, the, the tie of the round, though, is uh, England-Australia. Uh, I know Wales-France is, is a pretty big one, too, but uh, England-Australia is the one that's Sticking out in my mind is the big game. How do you think that one's going to go? Oh, I think that's going to be a real tough match. You know, Australia hasn't had the the best of tournament either, but uh, I have a feeling they're going to they're going to show up for this one for sure. Um, England's on a bit of a, a roll, so uh, you know anything anything could happen with this one. So it's going to be probably the most entertaining match of the pool. I would say of the quarterfinals. I would say. Uh, of course, that one has to be on a quarter past three in the morning, yeah. right? So that'll be a, that'll be a DVR one for me for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll make sure to uh, I'll actually I'll spite. I'm gonna get up and then just text you the results. So because um, I'm an okay. asshole. So <laughs> looking at the bracket, though, it seems to me just it's uh, my my initial predictions are going to come true. It seems like a collision course between New Zealand and South Africa. I think. Yeah, it's definitely looking that way, isn't it? I, I, I think England might throw a spanner in the works. They do look really, really strong. Um, and I, I, I think if they beat Australia, they're, they're going to be definitely like a force to reckon with. So, um, Don't count Wales out. Wales uh, undefeated in the group stage. Yeah, I, 
and uh, France, I think France has the ability to not show up for some of these matches, and uh, you never know a, a Wales upset over South Africa could definitely happen. I but the, the thing with um, with France though is that like they've been awful so far. They've kind of squeak through I feel like in that group they got lucky with the they didn't have to play England uh, because the game was called off there but um, the the other games they played they kind of flattered to deceive like they did they almost threw away against Argentina um, they they just, yeah. they just I think that just, first match against Argentina really kind of uh, ground them down a lot that was a really tough match for them and, uh, yeah, they, uh, but it should but it shouldn't have been though. That's the problem. Like I mean, like they were so far up at half time, it should have been like a, a a walk in the park the second half, and then they, they just went missing. And I think that's their problem is that as soon as a team piles pressure on them, they they just crumble. So um, yeah, I so see you, you're are you going for a Wales victory pretty, in that one. That's pretty in line with uh, French history, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing is that the English won't come along or the yeah. US won't come along and save them so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're going to go for a, uh, a Welsh uh, victory on that one oh yes for sure I don't, uh, I don't see France uh, I don't see France turning up for that one enough to beat Wales yeah it's um, I, I, I really if Ireland don't win it I'd love Wales to win it that's like I just to somebody different, you know. Um, it's. I just think that we need a uh, Northern Hemisphere team to win at this time again. Uh, I think because we haven't had much luck. I think England are the only team that have actually won it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be kind of nice for Wales to like bring bring it like and like to do in the the Six Nations. Yeah. Um, so playing a World Cup in the same year would be uh, quite the be incredible. Can, can you imagine what the par- can you imagine what the party would be like in Cardiff? Oh, it'd be ridiculous. They'd be talking about 2019 for the next hundred years. Yeah, they'll probably the castle will get burnt down. they will be like, <laughs> 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 they'll be, be just like people not going to work for months on end. They'd be continuous uh, singing from the choir, the male choirs over there. So, yeah, uh, actually, I, I changed my mind. I, I don't want them to win it. I don't think I could put up with that. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Japan, South Africa. Japan, obviously, being the uh, surprise package of this World Cup. How do you think that one's going to um, turn out? You know, I'm just hoping for Japan to put on a really good uh, performance for their for the home crowd, especially after uh, a difficult World Cup with the typhoons. Um, I don't, the last thing I want to see is Japan go home um, utterly destroyed by South Africa. So a good competitive match would, is what I would be looking for out of Japan. Obviously, um, they did beat them in the last World Cup by a miracle. I don't expect that to happen again, but you never know. That's the thing. Um, Japan is, has played quite quite well. So you know, it's not out of the question. I certainly don't expect a Japanese win. Uh, but that would turn the the bracket up on its head if Japan were to beat South Africa. Well, the um, the Scotland game, like I mean, like they it goes to show you that the Ireland game wasn't a fluke. Yeah, uh, they, they they brought it for that one and uh, played really really well. So I, I think you're right. I think they'll give South Africa a game. I just I just think South Africa might be this that little bit too strong for them. Um, I, I agree with that. Which is which is kind of sad. Like I. I I think it'd be great to see them progress a little bit further, but yeah, as you said, you never know that they did beat them the last time. Um, so hopefully, <laughs> we, we see Japan in the semis. But I'm not holding my breath on that one either. So 
There's always um, the problem with the World Cup is that you're always at the mercy of, of the draw, right? So, I mean, you know, there's a few teams in there that you simply really don't have much of a chance against. And if you get if you draw one of them in the quarterfinals, then your World Cup's pretty much over. So it's just a shame if Japan were up against France, I would say um, there's a much better chance of them going to the semis. But, you know, they've got South Africa, so let's see what they can do. I think that's the thing, though. Like, I mean, if you're going to win these tournaments, like, you can't... It, you can't expect to have easy draws. You, you have to expect yeah. to come up against the New Zealands and the South Africans at some stage to kind of go ahead and uh, like to win these things. So, um, yeah, like it's it's the fairy tale I think that the World Cup needed, um, but unfortunately, it's probably going to come uh, come to an end this weekend. So, um, I might actually try and get up for that one actually because it's at quarter past six in the morning. So, um, I'll text you the score for that one too. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're going for uh england new zealand wales and south africa is that yeah. what we're looking at it's exactly what we're looking at it's like it's kind of funny though like all the the hubris about like uh different nations getting to the the finals and all that kind of stuff it, it always just always boils down to the the same bloody ones really doesn't it yeah, you know, you, you can interchange a uh, Northern Hemisphere team in there once in a while, but it's you're always going to see New Zealand, South Africa, Australia in there. And, the, and one of those three teams is always going to be in the finals, it seems. Yeah, uh, and it, it, it just seems that there's always like a, a kind of just that extra gap for the Northern Hemisphere to, to, to catch up with. It just always seems to be one step behind when it looks like that they're making progress then Japan goes and beats Ireland, right? So <laughs> it's, uh, it's well, hey, you know, uh, stranger things have happened. We might see an Irish victory on Saturday. Um, well, that would be something, wouldn't it? Oh, man. It'd be, it'd, I'll like, be kicking myself for not going down to, to Nelly's if that actually happened. I know. But the, the thing is, they can't legally sell alcohol until like 10 o'clock. So, oh, really? You can get a yeah, so I guess they don't so, have a faith. In yeah, so, <laughs> so 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 we'll all be there like there were like tea flying everywhere until ten o'clock, and then and then it would be like the busiest bar in all of uh, Halifax. So, <laughs> yeah. so um, yeah, so um, I'll give you a shout again next week. We'll see um, how the the quarterfinals have turned out. Uh, hopefully, we will um, we might see a surprise or two. Um, so yeah, thanks for your time, Matt. Really appreciate no it. No problem. I'll speak to you yep. next week. Yep. Take it easy, bud. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Down the Pub Podcast. Thank you so much to all my guests for joining me, and also thank you again for listening. We really appreciate your support. Please join the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, next week we are going to be doing a Liverpool special. So any Liverpool fans listen out for that one and um, we also have new swag available we're going to be uh, selling some t-shirts and we're also going to have a bit of a giveaway during the week so watch out on the facebook page and on our instagram page for the details for that thanks again for listening make sure to subscribe until next week cheers the podcast you just heard was made using anchor ever thought about making your own podcast Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. 
Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.